Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 1, verse 57 through 80. And so everybody's there rejoicing verse 59 it says so it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child and they would have called him by his father's name Zacharias his mother answered and said no he shall be called John but they said to her there is no one among your relatives who is called by this name and so in those days it was the eighth day of course that they circumcised the baby and that was because that's when the vitamin K in the body is the highest and you don't have to have a vitamin K shot if you get it done on the eighth day that's what they've learned. And so they they take they they would circumcise the baby on the the eighth day and when they circumcised the baby that's when they would name him. Now we tend to name children sometimes before they're born, right? I mean it's almost a rare thing for for somebody to to wait for the baby to be born to find out what the the gender is, you know, and that's, you know, that's that's just a, a rare thing anymore. What they do nowadays, and I don't know if you've ever been to one of these. I just recently went to one, a gender reveal party where the parents don't know and they have little cannons or something, they have a cake or whatever. When they cut it open, it's blue inside or it's pink inside, or the, they have little cannons and they, they pull. The, it's kind of a fun thing. You go and they have, you know, you write down boy names, you write down girl names, you, you write down your vote. Like you get a sticker that says it's a boy and then other people have a sticker that's a girl and then you're all kind of like, no, no, no. And then we wait until the moment when the cannon is pulled or the cake is cut or whatever happens and then it's pink or blue and then you celebrate and everybody's shocked, you know, and all the people who said it's a boy like I did get bragging rights, right? Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew, you know, and, uh, you know, that's just the way, way it is nowadays. Those days it was, you, you had the baby, you found out on the day of the birth, my goodness, how primitive, on the day of the birth what the baby was, and, and then you waited to kind of look at the baby to see his character, you know, you're going to name, what are you going to name him? Oh, naming this baby stinky for sure, you know. After eight days, you kind of knew, you know, maybe looking at him, you know, he looks like your great-grandfather, you know, we'll name him Gus or something, you know, I don't know. But they would wait until the eighth day to name the baby. And that was just the way that they did it. Now, you, you notice this, that the family all has their input. Well, we're going to call him Zacharias. Now, it would be customary, especially if it was going to be your only child, and this was kind of one of those things in those days, if it was your only child, which obviously this is going to be their only child. They're not going to go through that rodeo again, right? They're old. And, and so this is going to be their only child, and so of course you're going to name him after his father. You know, his father's going to pass, you know, before he's very old, and so you want to pass on the name and all of that. Or, or, or at least his grandfather's name. And oftentimes, that's the way that it would go. You know, you have Simon Bar-Jonah. His dad was Jonah, and Bar means son, Simon, son of Jonah, right? They found an inscription up by the Sea of Galilee of someone, and it says, it said, Jonah Bar-Simon. 
And, and they wonder, is this, is this Peter's son named after his grandfather? You know, and, and we don't know. I mean, sometimes that's the way that it was, but they're kind of expecting this. Isn't it funny how people who are close to you, friends and relatives, kind of feel like they have unsolicited advice to be able to give you all the time? about what you should be doing and how you should run your life and what you should eat and what diet you should be on and what you should name your kids and how you should raise your kids. And and if you're a person of weak, I guess, I don't know what they call that, but you just can't you know, make up your own mind, then you, you're easily swayed by that and you kind of feel this pressure from people. And, and Elizabeth was definitely getting pressure from people to name his son. Well, you got to name him this. It's just the right thing to do. You know, we all have opinions about the people that we hang out with and our relatives. Oh, they should be doing this. Why aren't they doing that? Why did they make that decision? You know, we all make these decisions. But you know what? We're not going to stand before any of those people on the Day of Judgment. Not one person who, who told you what you should be eating or how you should be dressing or how you should be raising your kids. Those people are not going to be there saying, I told them. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be there. You're going to stand before God. And it's God's opinion about what you should be doing i mean everything from what you should name your kids to how you should live your life and what decisions you make about your children's schooling and all those things it has nothing to do with any of your peers or any of your peer pressure or any of your family pressure it has everything to do with what has god told me to do and it was certain to elizabeth and to john excuse me not john zacharias that the baby's name was to be john because that's what the angel said. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes your relatives, or your family, same thing, or, or your friends don't have godly advice for you. And sometimes the Lord uses people to speak into your life. I, I remember reading the biography of Dallas Willard. He's a, he's a theologian and philosopher. He was kind of struggling at one point in his early life. He's a young man, and he was a pastor. He'd gone to to Bible college, and he is a pastor, and he was struggling with, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Because my heart is really in theology and philosophy, mostly philosophy. I, I just love philosophy. And, and what does the Lord want me to do? Do I remain a pastor and, and serve the church that way, or do I become a philosopher and a theologian? And he, he struggled with this because he really felt that pull. But, you know, obviously, I mean, serving the Lord, there couldn't be anything better than that as a pastor and yet he was torn, and, and he, he prayed with his wife, and he's seeking God's face on the whole thing, and he just can't figure it out. And he's sitting down to dinner one time with his brother-in-law, and his brother-in-law says, oh, that's an easy decision. <laughs> he's like, an easy decision? What do you mean? I'd love to hear what you have to say, why this is an easy decision. And he says, well, it's easy. He says, if you're a pastor, the university will be closed to you. But if you're a philosopher at the university then the church will be open to you. And that made his decision. It was, he felt it was from the Lord. And sometimes family and friends can speak into our lives, and it is from the Lord. But again, John and Liz, or excuse me, Zacharias and Elizabeth had their answer from God that his name was to be John. Gabriel told Zacharias that they would call him John. So verse 62, so they made signs to his father what he would have him called. Well, obviously she's unreliable. She's unreasonable. Let's ask his father. He'll set her straight. Now, unfortunately, in those days, the opinion of a woman was not considered to be very reliable or valid. And that's just the way that it was. A woman's 
opinion didn't carry weight, even if it was her own son. So they asked the man. And they were expecting Zachariah to say, yeah, his name's going to be Zach Jr., you know? Well, of course, they didn't expect him to say anything because he wasn't speaking at the time. But he would write, his name's going to be Zach Jr. It wouldn't be until after the ministry of Jesus that women would begin to be considered as equal and equally valuable as men. And, and that's, that's kind of sad, but that's true. In fact, where the gospel of Jesus Christ hasn't gone or doesn't have an influence within the political structure of a society, women are still considered property and oftentimes oppressed. Baby girls, when they're born in China, are left oftentimes under a bridge or alongside the road because they don't see them as valuable as, valuable as boys. It, it's, it's awful and it's sad the way that things work around the world. In a Muslim country, women are considered property, and if you kill your wife, it's not a big deal. You know, it's, it's sad the way that things are. But wherever the gospel has gone, women have been liberated. In fact, it's because Jesus treated women with such respect and such love and such patience and, and such attention. It would be women who Jesus first appeared to after his resurrection, which is, ironically, a weird proof of his resurrection because no one would ever make up that story. Women's, women's testimony at that time was not admissible in court, and yet Jesus would appear to them first, maybe because they were more devoted or even more faithful, who knows, but Jesus found it important to give this honor to women. And, and in fact, even during this day, everybody would come to a birth. You know, if the baby was going to be born, mom's pregnant, she's going to have a baby. They didn't know what the gender was, and so everybody would come with food and with presents and with musical instruments. And, and once the baby was born, they'd have a big celebration if it was a boy. And if it was a girl, they'd just all go home with their stuff. <laughs> That's just the way that it was. It's just kind of sad. I don't know. It seems like today, I, for me, I don't know, having a little baby girl... It's a lot more fun than having a little baby boy, to me. I don't know. It's just the way. that it, Maybe it's just because we have a lot of boys. But, so they didn't take a lot of stock in Elizabeth's word. And, and so they make signs to Zacharias. He's not deaf. They don't need to make signs to him. They can just talk. He's not deaf. He just can't speak, right? But anyway, they make signs. Maybe he told Elizabeth, just tell him I'm deaf. I don't want to, you know... <laughs> Verse 63, and he asked for the writing tablet and wrote saying, his name is John. So they all marveled. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.